Welcome to the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. My name is Kaya Ra, and I'm the author of the Sophia Code and the Oracle for an Ascended Master High Council called the Sophia Dragon Chive. It's my great pleasure and honor to welcome you to this evening's prayer collective call. I was uh, preparing in prayer and meditation for our gathering this evening. And one of the first thoughts that came to me was the name that our Ascended Master mentors had asked for me to call this prayer collective, the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. And I was reflecting on how much we need to reveal the heaven of our hearts more than ever during these very pivotal times on the planet. And I want to thank you personally from my heart to yours for being a part of the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective, for choosing to come together in prayer and meditation and setting our intention for our present moment, which is always what our future reality is built upon, the foundation of our ever-present moment. I want to thank you for uh, making prayer and meditation, as well as the teachings of the Sophia Code, important to you and important for your life. It's just, again, such an honor to be here with you, and I want to extend that warm welcome out across the heart waves. For those of you who are new to the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective, I just want to assure you that if there's any spiritual terms or words that are unfamiliar to you, if there's a name of God that's being used that's unfamiliar to you, it's perfectly okay to substitute those names or those words for whatever you feel is important for you in your spiritual journey. Ultimately, the Sophia Code teachings is about three very simple foundational pillars of belief system. Number one, we believe in your sovereignty. Number two, we believe in your divinity. And number three, we believe in the power of divine love, unconditional divine love. And throughout the ages, there have been countless lineages and countless belief systems and countless religions that have either pointed to those three truths or tried to separate us from those three truths. And so wherever you're at in your journey with whatever path of faith that you follow, please know that all who come in a good way to this gathering to pray and meditate on behalf of yourself and humanity, you're so deeply welcome and we're so grateful that you're here. We have a special call that's focusing on a couple of themes and topics that I feel are relevant to the times that we are living in and some of the astrological influences that we're seeing unfold over the next few years. And so my heart is full of wanting to give <laughs> already right out of the gate. Um, and at the same time, I also know the importance and the power of our shared and mutual invocation of sacred space. So before we begin tonight's uh, full teachings and prayer uh, conversation that we're going to have in prayer, I'd just love to welcome you into this space through an invocation that will set our intention for the next hour of prayer and meditation and visual visualization. And for those of you who are new to this work, our invocation involves asking the oversouls of specific ascended masters and specific orders of, of angelic guardians and guides to be with us for this next hour. 
when we invoke these ascended masters and angels, we are not praying to them. We are praying with them. Um, they join us in these prayers, these meditations to amplify the power of our prayer. Our, the power, prayers are already exponentially powerful. But as Jesus taught where two or more are gathered, the I am presence of that collective field is exponentially amplified into every dimensional reality simultaneously. And ultimately, that is the mission of this transmission of the living transmission of the Sophia Dragon Tribe. It's for us to ring the bells of sovereignty into every dimensional reality across space and time that are directly connected to what we're living here on this planet, here in this species, here amongst many species, both seen and unseen inhabiting this planet. I like to begin our invocation with that more interstellar context with a wider eagle, I would say far, far greater than even, even the eagle's perspective with, I suppose, the Sophia Dragon's perspective, really, because they are really helping us to maintain that perspective of the ascension of countless planets and countless species and all of our lifetimes, which are happening simultaneously. And on page 28, the Sophia Dragon tribe share our broadcast intentionally activates humanity's awareness to its essential role as a key code species in the Sophia code cosmology journeying alongside many other advanced species in the cosmos who are also devoted to awakening Sophia Christ consciousness within the worlds of form. As such, we herein plainly reveal that the living transmission of the Sophia Dragon Tribe is a holographic blueprint for awakening humanity to its role as a sovereign species that is participating in the ascension journey of an interstellar and inter-universal community of beings known as the one body of Sophia Christ. I could spend the next hour talking about that paragraph, but what's really important in this moment to, to really draw upon is that most of a, a large portion of humanity is asleep to the truth of, of how enslaved humanity has been as a species by other species um, within this particular matrix that is inter interfacing with this planet. And so what this statement is saying is that you and I, those who have been activated to the truth of their sovereign divinity, those light workers on this planet that have come at this time, we are here to literally activate humanity's remembrance out of the nightmare illusion that it has fallen asleep to, that it is addicted to. It's addicted to its suffering. It's addicted to its pain. It's addicted to being separate from the truth of its own sovereign divinity. It's addicted to being separated in an illusionary belief system that is not one with God's source. And what we are doing here through this prayer collective, through the Sophia Code Mystery School, through our international movement and ministry is we are saying enough, absolutely enough already. How much more harm must come to humanity and to this planet for us to finally say enough is enough. We will choose to remember completely and fully. We choose to commit to that embodied remembrance 
of our soul's sovereign divinity within the one soul of God, the one soul of source. The truth is that every single soul that exists across the cosmos all belongs to the one body of Sophia Christ. It's like we are all a part of God. And what we are doing at this time is we are, we are literally awakening out of all of the dreams of programmed reality, of viral belief systems, of suffering, of, of belief systems that we are indoctrinated into from the moment we step into a human body, into this world. We are peeling back the layers to reveal that that sovereign Christ light or Buddha light Holy Spirit light, great spirit light, whatever you call the light of your soul and your oversoul, that that is the light that has come into this world to assist humanity to awaken out of the dream of enslavement and into the lucid reality of its sovereignty. It's very, very important because the stakes just keep getting higher and higher as we all see on a global scale. One of the interesting things that is happening with the polarity, the polarization of political regimes, of political ideologies, the, the polarization of religious belief systems, so much infighting within humanity's collective consciousness right now. What's so interesting about it is it's starting to reveal that we are dealing with a global pandemic of, of viral thinking not just the virus that the, the, the physical virus experience of what's going on as a pandemic worldwide is, is but a metaphor for humanity's addiction to viral thinking. It's a global phenomenon now how addicted humanity is to suffering. We can see it on, on so many levels. Many, many lightworkers are here with their activated third eye, with their psychic senses, with their intuition wide open. And we can see those viral belief systems that are keeping us plugged into other dimensional realities that are assisting with us staying addicted and enslaved to suffering. It is through our sight and it is through our compassion. It is through the mercy of our presence here that we are participating alongside with the Ascended Masters of the Sophia Dragon Tribe and the Angelic Orders, we are participating in an ascension journey of an interstellar and inter-universal community of beings. We're here to support our family of light to wake up from the nightmare and to step into the truth that heaven does exist already within our own hearts. Our hearts are a stargate that can tune into any dimensional reality and any plane of reality, any resonance of reality. And the highest resonance of reality is divine love. It's Christ consciousness, or you could call it Buddha consciousness. You can call it Sophia consciousness. You can call it unity consciousness but that consciousness is crystalline and it can see beyond the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of war on this planet. It can see right through it. And so we call upon those masters in our invocation, these ascended masters 
who were exceptional teachers of how to see through the war, how to see through the viral programming, how to see through the Luciferian agendas and how to reclaim the light, the fire and the holy water of your own sovereign divinity. This is what they would share with those that they were teaching in their lifetimes on earth. The ascended masters taught with such frequency across many of their own lifetimes that then they went through an experience called ascension where they now reside in a much higher realm of reality and they continue to teach us from there. We meet uh, eight of these ascended master councils and orders of light in section two of the Sophia Code that are mentoring us in how we can become emissaries of this same sovereign Christ light that is within us for also for humanity at this time. I'd like to invoke them to surround us in their grace and to surround us in their resonance of perfected sovereign divinity. Like how their, their perfected embodiment of it stands as a living example to us, albeit from the higher realms. All realms exist side by side in quantum, in the quantum field of reality. So when we invoke them, what we're saying is, I want to shift my physical reality. I want to turn the dial to a higher resonance so that my, my home, my office, my temple space is resonating at the same energy of the ascended masters and the, and the angelic orders. I want to I practice creating reality from their perspective, from their resonance, which is the same thing as to say, you have a prayer to co-create reality from the very purest point within your soul of your own sovereign divinity. Because if that's the foundation of your manifestations, if that's the foundation of your co-creations with God, Sophia, source, whatever you call God, your manifestations, your creations, they're always going to be in alignment with your highest and best good, including in alignment with how to make the greatest impact for others on this planet. So we invoke our beloved Ascended Master friends, guides, and mentors to join us for this transmission. In the north, we welcome Key Code 7 of the Sophia Code cosmology, white buffalo woman, she of a thousand white clouds and thunder beings. In the northeast, we welcome beloved Isis, Key Code 1 of the Sophia Code, she of a thousand names. In the East, we welcome beloved Radiant Hathor, key code two of the Sophia Code, she of a thousand voices. And Hathor is attended to by the Hathor Star Nation, her angelic order. In the Southeast, we welcome beloved Green Tara and the Order of Dakinis. In the South, we welcome beautiful Mother Mary, she of a thousand roses, key code four of the Sophia Code. In the Southwest, we welcome Mary Magdalene, key code five of the Sophia Code, she of a thousand angels. We welcome the presence of Jesus and the entire order of Magdalena, including St. Joan of Arc, who's a part of that order. In the West, we welcome beloved Kuan Yin, key code six of the Sophia Dragon Tribe, she of a thousand waters, and in attendance is arriving Mahavatar Babaji. Now, many people have asked me when we invoke the Sophia dragons, well, they are 
they are considered an angelic order. They are the holiest of seraphim. Key code 777, she who births sovereign creators. I've had people ask me, how are they ascended masters? And the answer is you become a master. You can, you're considered to be both an, an angelic order and ascended masters if that angelic order descends into planetary, for, into the physical matrix of a planet uh, to be, to appear and teach to those who are ready to receive their teachings. So in ancient times, um, you know, the earth's history is so much longer than we have recorded history for, like hundreds of thousands of years of civilization and history has happened on this planet. I know for some people that might seem incredible and for other people that you're just like, yeah, duh. But either way, it doesn't matter, it simply is. Um, Hathor's civilization existed in its prime you know, from what I've seen about 300,000 years ago on this planet. She's very, very ancient. Um, what they did on this planet is very, very ancient. And so when we are connecting to the Sophia dragons, we are connecting to an angelic order that always appears uh, to humanity or to other species, really. It doesn't, doesn't just have to be to humanity. At specific times in their evolution when it's time to awaken to the truth and the full mastery of embodied sovereignty. So the Sophia dragons would appear in the high uh, mountain temples to the very highest initiates that, are, that were ready to see these beings with their eyes and be uh, initiated in person by these celestial, not even celestial, I mean, they are literally um, from the very heart of the divine mother. Um, interstellar angelic dragon mothers. I mean, they're just absolutely incredible. They go beyond any star system or, or specific race as in the Sophia code, we discover that they are birthers of species and they are birth birthers of galaxies and star systems. Um, and so when you, you feel their presence coming in, what you are feeling is this very powerful prayer that the divine mother has for us at this time. When she sends the Sophia dragons to initiate us, she's saying, I am initiating your consciousness to remember that you are this big, you are this vast, you are this eternal, and you are this unlimited. This is the lifetime that we must embrace how unlimited we are because everything in our outer physical reality is wanting to close in on us, not open up. And that is simple. It's very simple. It's because humanity has been conditioned for thousands of years at this point to go, to go in on itself. They're conditioned through religion. They're conditioned and indoctrinated from the moment they end up in a public school situation. Many countries have, uh, most countries are dictatorial dictatorships uh, that start conditioning their populations from birth. It's important to understand that humanity is primed up, perfectly cued to take it to an even another level of being enslaved. And so you cannot, as the Sophia dragons share with us in their chapter, you cannot look to the outer world, especially at this time, to, to resource what you need reflected back to you. You need to, you need to go within 
you need to resource what you what you are calling into your life directly from the source. I love the word resource because it has the word source in it. There is a level of co-creation that many people resist because it's so darn easy. There is a level of co-creation that we as a species resist because we have been taught for centuries that we are not worthy of it. There is a level of co-creation that we can have with our divine mother, our divine father source that is, so, that is filled with so many blessings, not just for yourself, but for everyone that you love and, and even your enemies. Blessings overflowing. For everyone on this planet, there is a form of co-creation that requires a great humbleness to embrace and align with. And I want to share more about that right now in this prayer collective call. Because it's come to my attention that unless we start allowing this to be an even simpler and easier process for us to take in and embody at this time, it's just going to get even more complicated because things are going to continue in the outside world to get even more complicated over the next year. But for us, it needs to get even more simple, so simple that we can download profound um, resources of support, creation, and sustenance beyond what the outer world is ready to, to receive. When you're dealing with close to 10, 11 billion people that have been programmed to do the opposite of what you know is right for you, you've got to really get, really get clear about how simple co-creation really works. Because as Abraham Hicks teaches, one person in alignment with source is far more powerful than a million people on this planet that are not in alignment with source. It doesn't require billions of people to wake up for everything to start to shift in a new direction, but it does require those millions of people that are currently on this planet that are awake, such as you and I, to really practice with great humility and power and presence and mastery, daily mastery, this process of co-creation that I'd like to discuss. So the prayer is, we've been told a lot in <clears throat> New Age spirituality, if you just visualize something that it's going to happen and, and you're going to receive what you want. And, and actually, there's a, there's, there's a lot that's there that's very true about that. Um, but just because you can visualize something and receive it doesn't necessarily mean it's in your highest and best good or anybody else's highest and best good. Further, there's some, cre there's some creation processes that are being thrown around out there right now that don't actually take into consideration that there is a higher intelligence within you through your direct connection to the source that can guide you in a co-creative process with your source your higher self, your oversoul, 
your direct connection to Sophia Source God, that maybe manifestations that you are in great resistance to, they may bring you to the very edges of the war within you. We're so, cons- we're, we're so overwhelmed by the outer war of so many species, both seen and unseen on this planet and beyond this planet. But all of that is this, ex- it's this exceptional mirror of the war within us. So here what's in, here's what's interesting to me about free will and our sovereignty and co-creation. Your free will means that you can create anything that you want. It means that you can create any level of separation from your source. It means that you can choose to think that you are the only part of the creation process in this world. Your free will can allow for you to over-identify. The ego can over-identify with the creation process over time. And you can start to think this is all mine. Ultimately, if that goes on long enough, what happens is there's a lot of people that can create and amass a lot of wealth or a lot of structures or a lot of things and stuff and even education programs. But if, if the, the creation process is over-identified to, to fulfill the needs of the ego structure within us, which is based on a wounded, separated consciousness from our source, what is the foundation we're building upon? It's not a strong foundation at all. And so part of the journey that we're going through in our awakening, not just to the Christ, the Christed being within us, but to that, that heart of Christ within humanity and within all beings, even the beings that are playing the roles of, of some very dark roles. What's interesting is that eventually we all have to come home to the realization that we are all one. And one of the the fastest ways that you can accelerate that process is by really allowing the source to create through you. And that's a process that we call surrendering your free will to divine will. Now, because a lot of us come from the tyranny and the trauma of religions, those words are going to sound maybe a little frightening, surrendering your free will to a divine will. And that's fair. But hang with me here, because this is the prayer that's praying us right now. The prayer that's praying us right now is that our source, the source that gave us life, the divine mother that gave birth to your soul is unconditionally loving an omniscient creative genius. It goes, she goes beyond any species. She is the primordial black womb of nothingness. She is endless space. And she is the light that gives life to all. And so too is the divine father principle as well. They are, it is a one source, one self-consciousness from which we were created as holograms with all of the same divine qualities that they are, but it is this one source This one source has a divine plan that is filled with, it is governed 
by unconditional divine love. It is a love letter to every being and every species that has ever existed or will ever exist. To every soul that is traveling across the cosmos in this dimensional, in this, in, in multiple parallel realities, there is a there is a love letter of unconditional divine love that was given to us from our source. And we were given the free will to either choose to live from that consciousness of unconditional divine love of genius intelligence in union with it, or we could choose to separate ourselves from it, which begins the process of thinking that we're all on our own. And that we don't have access to the very light and the very power that gave birth to us. The closer you get, genuinely closer you get to the power of God, of all that is, the humbling, the more and more humbling it becomes. You start to remember that your human awareness knows very little. <laughs> and that your human awareness has been programmed for a very, very long time, both in this lifetime and others. And that there are so many layers to peel back so that you can simply live in harmony with this all-powerful source that wants to flow through you, wants to speak through you, wants to awaken every circuit in your body, wants to activate the divine genome within you, wants to speak through you, wants to think through you. Because humanity has been enslaved to other uh, species for, for, for very, very long time, when your soul enters into a human body, you are already highly sensitive to to the experience of being enslaved. So it, there's, it creates this hypervigilance within the human body of, well, if I come into a relationship with God, source, am, is it just another form of slavery? Like that's really what they programmed into a lot of religions that we have right now on the planet. It's not about that, but it's very easy to be confused by that. What the Ascended Masters are sharing with us through these words is that the source is an entire ocean of presence, of creative genius, unconditionally loving, riveting, sovereign, lit up presence that wants to flow through you in every possible way, in every action, in every cell of your body. And there's a very simple way to let that happen day in and day out. And that is to always ask for the highest creation, for the highest alignment of the source pouring through you. It's kind of like that old Christian prayer, thy will, not my will, Lord, but thy will be done. It's saying, well, there's my ideas about reality but you are the omniscient intelligence of the universe. So you might have quite a few more ideas about what's really going on in this situation, in this circumstance, in this moment, in my desire to create something. Just because we have a desire to create something 
How often do you ask the source, your higher self, if your desire is on point with a divine plan, a divi the divine will that is you already agreed to a, de to a destiny in this lifetime. And a lot of things can get confusing in your human journey along that destiny, along the journey to fulfill that destiny. So how often do you check in in the morning and say, hey, Holy Mother, Holy Father, Sophia Source, whatever you call God, I just want to check in and I want to offer back all of my desires for creation, everything that I think that I want, everything that I've identified that I think is something that I need or must have or, or must create today. I'm going to hand this back to your presence. And I know that whatever you hand back to me is really what's real for today or in this moment or for the rest of my life. This is where that prayer from the, at the beginning of Sophia's chapter in the Sophia Code on page three comes in. And, it, and it's a prayer that goes, Divine Mother of all life, take me to that place deep within your womb where I can know nothing and be reborn anew. When you go to, the, to that womb space, you're going to the very source of even the light of this world. You're going to the very source of all creations that manifest into form. And what you're saying when you walk into the holiest of holies, because that womb space is the holiest of holies, and it's the birth, birthing space of everything that's ever existed, what you're saying is there's my ideas about what I think is supposed to be happening, but then there is your womb space that I came from, my soul came from, and you know exactly what I need in this moment. Beyond my impatience or beyond my anxiety or fears, I need to feel this connection with you. You are the source of everything that I need. It's very, if you've been through a lot of trauma or codependency, it can feel we project so much onto our source. We project the human foibles, the, the human warfare that we experience in our relationships in this planet onto God, that God is never projecting onto us. The Holy Spirit, the presence of your Holy Mother and Holy Father is the peace that has always accepted you, that has always loved you, that has always honored your journey through space and time, has always said yes to you. You want to be human? Yes. You want to be a different species? Yes. You want to fly in a spaceship? Yes. You want to be landed on a planet? Yes. You want to experience 10,000 years of suffering? Sure. I gave you free will? Yes. It's so funny because in traditional religions, we often are depicted a God that's always saying no, but the truth is that the source is always saying yes. Yes, how would you like to evolve? How would you like to learn? How would you like to grow? How would you like to discover that it's, it's, it's me flowing through you? How would you like to remember it this time and this time and this time? And because we have free will, we can choose to walk in separation from that source. And to, Sophia actually shares this in her chapter 
on page five. In paragraph one, two, three, four, she says, are you still curious? Let us continue to remember together in this universe and beyond all form, there is nowhere you exist outside the truth of our divine union. So, no, so what she's saying in that sentence is, no matter what you've incarnated into, human or otherwise, you, can, you can't actually exist outside of the divine mother. You are always inside of her. And Sophia goes on to say, for I am the presence, the source, and the quantum fabric from which all life arises. However, your free will has the sovereign power to create an illusion governing your human awareness to believe that we are separate. As you read these words, any temporary illusion of our separation is now lifting. I am Sophia, your original divine mother source. As you invite my presence to permeate your awareness, you will only discover more and more of your own holy nature. Plunging into the ineffable depths of my immaculate creative power provides you with a perfect mirror of your own soul, a pure reflection of your divinity that you can no longer deny. One of the great lies of this world is that somehow our gifts and talents, which can be used to create and manifest and build stuff, things in this physical world, we start to over-identify that that is what we should take pride in which is part of the illusion of creating a separation from source. Eventually, you can, you can end up all the way on the dualistic spectrum of believing that there is absolutely no source other than your own soul that's creating, which is an illusion that many Luciferians are experiencing right now and how they're perpetuating specific agendas on the planet. What we, are walk, what we are being asked to become is to be that, to understand that even our gifts and our talents, even those desires that we feel in our heart, they all come from a higher place. And when we turn our hearts in prayer and meditation, when we remember to return back to the womb and the light of our source, when we free ourselves of the bounds of this world, and we, and we return to that eternal communion, that limitless vision, the absolute knowingness of your own worth within your source, your connection to God. What's interesting is that you become far less interested in your talents or your keen intellect being the star of the show. You realize that the star has been and always will be the source pouring through you, creating through you, speaking through you. And this is how you can lead and this is how you can serve with great power and great humility. Not self-effacing energy where you're completely cutting yourself out of the equation like a, a monk. It, it's not like that. But it's certainly allowing for a level of humility that doesn't have to make your role complicated. 
I had a teacher once say to me, what are you here to be and what are you here to do? And, you know, I came up with a couple of responses and she said, no, it's just really simple. It's a lot simpler than that. You are here to be love. You are here to serve love. You are here to embody love. It's like, it's really simple. And we don't even have to create that love because the love that we need to feel for this world, it has to come from a higher source. It has to come from a purely unconditional uh, source that isn't being traumatized day in and day out by this global war. When you open your heart to the overflowing divine love, that Sophia, your Holy Mother, Holy Father, God, whatever you call God, the great spirit has for all beings. And you choose to look at everyone in this human soup on this planet dealing with so many different interstellar war, wars and, and, and different species warring with each other, both within the earth and on the earth and above the earth. You can get so overwhelmed by the details and the species and the and the destruction. But unconditional divine love works from a higher power and it works from a higher perspective. And it allows for you to let whatever you call God's source do the heavy lifting for you in this lifetime, including the heavy lifting of continually pivoting your mind and your thoughts back to your source more than any contribution that you can make at this time to the planet it's to continue in your daily practice of pivoting your awareness back to your to your conscious lucid communion with the divine source within you your direct connection to your higher self and to god in the coming years this is going to be absolutely essential for because this the the divine quality of discernment comes from your direct communion with the source in every cell of your body. If you do not want to be victimized by the lies of this world, you must embody your relationship with the source because then you are always going to be able to discern if something is coming towards you out of divine love or with an agenda. And for the sake of our present reality and our children's future reality, discernment is key right now. It's essential. So I'd like to offer a prayerful guided meditation for us to really open our hearts to what it would feel like to soften in our ideas about co-creation and to understand that our most successful co-creations happen when we are willing and humble enough to surrender back to the source, to our higher self, what we think we're doing so that the biofeedback, the, the, our higher intelligence can, can either share with us, yes, you're right on track, or thank you. Thank you for coming back in prayer and meditation. Here's the adjustments that need to happen for this next step of creation. So I invite you to take three deep breaths into your heart.
allowing your mind to connect with your heart, allowing your awareness to drop into the center of your heart. For those of you who have activated your angel wings, you may feel your angel wings unfurl and spread out really wide. And I am witnessing Mary Magdalene and Jesus stepping forward at this time to assist in this activation. And you may begin to feel um, some beautiful sacred flames rising up uh, your back, right up into uh, that lower brainstem region. And those flames carrying up through your angel wings. There are violet flames, there are blue flames, and there are golden flames. And Mother Mary is stepping forward and she's bringing her hand to your heart. And as she brings her hand to your heart, she's whispering a prayer over your heart. And you're, you may begin to feel the rows of your heart chakra spiraling open. As the rose of your heart spirals open, I invite you to witness the cosmos. There are billions of stars inside of you. They're twinkling inside of you. There's a cosmos of stars. And there's a perspective of your higher self that can travel far beyond the earth. And I invite you to be enfolded in the wings of your higher self and in your consciousness to now travel back to that one womb of no thing, that primordial space beyond all the stars, beyond all the planets, beyond all of the races of beings, all the species, beyond everything in form that's chattering and creating and destroying and talking and dialoguing and healing and swirling. Go beyond all of that, back to the stillness of your Holy Mother, the sacred heart womb space. And let's say that prayer together. Divine Mother of all life, take me to that place deep within your womb where I can know nothing and be reborn anew. And in the stillness and in the vastness and the eternity of that unconditional divine love. I invite you to just present to your source in this communion, whatever you feel like you have been striving to create or manifest and just offer it back. I invite you to visualize an altar or some sort of table that you can just lay it down upon. Say, here, this is everything I thought I was building or creating or shaping into reality. How do you feel about this? Just offer it back. No judgment. It might be right on track. But notice how attached, how 
you may be to the outcome or, or what is morphing or shape or in form as you stand in this nothingness, what are you presenting back? And by the way, if you want to also offer feelings of frustration or confusion about the current circumstances on the planet and why on earth you came to this planet this time, maybe anger that you may be feeling towards God, maybe you've been feeling confused about your divine purpose or where the state of the world is going, you can offer that back on the altar as well. And I'm just going to be silent for 30 seconds and anything that you want to share directly with the source that unconditionally loves you and accepts you exactly as you are, feel free to just let it, let it all get presented back. yourself to just empty out expectations, hopes, dreams, disappointments. Empty the bucket. Dump it all on the table. Here you go, God. ideas about your role, who you think you are, who you don't think you are, all of it. And notice as the altar starts to pile up with what you're giving back to God, that you may start to feel naked. Just explore that feeling of nakedness. It's not a shameful naked, just a weightlessness. A weightlessness of identity. There's a there's far less identification weighing down your awareness because it's all being placed on this altar. What does the weightlessness feel like? What does the nakedness feel like? What does it feel like to be a naked soul? In the presence of your holy mother. Or source, if mother is triggering, divine father is like, what if it's just source, spirit, you and source, just nothing to prove, nothing to have to have. What happens there in that letting go? Hmm, it's curious. What's interesting when we return to the womb space, 
sacred heart of source. We can be regenerated by God's ideas about us, not our ideas about ourselves, which can be exhausting because many of our ideas come from the matrix of whatever planet we're experiencing. This is why source communion is so important. The nakedness of your soul in communion with your source allows for your mind to become an empty vessel for the spirit of God to pour through you. The emptiness of your mind, the openness of your heart is what allows the spirit of source to pour through you as an ocean, as a mighty river of life, as creative genius that is going to speak through you and move through you and love through you and work through you. And that is it is loving and working and moving in this world of form through you it is first and foremost loving you, healing you, bringing your awareness back to a sense of your true wholeness and what do we discover in this nakedness which allows us to become the everything? What we discover is that we are loved simply for who we are. Isn't that what everybody wants? To be loved simply for who you are, not for what you can do, not for what you can make or create but simply for being a daughter and son of the most high of the source of God, holy, a holy child of God? What if your true worth was based on who you already are? Would that shift and change what you were creating in this world or what you thought was important to be creating in this world? Would it open up your mind and your heart to new pathways of co-creation with the source that maybe felt daunting to you before or resistant for you before or simply just unaware that it was there for you before. In this communion, you become available to the prayer that is praying you into your highest potential and your highest potential has nothing to do with what your human body can perform. It has to do with how open you are to letting God's spirit pour through you. That is where your greatness lies. That is where your power is from. That is where your everything is from. All your needs get met by con con continuing to come back into this heart space and be willing to say, hey, here I am again, another day. Another day of life, and I still have all these big ideas about, you know, what I think is supposed to happen today. Holy Mother, Holy Father, God, show me what's really important to happen today. Show me how you would have me live today. Show me how you would have me speak today. Show me how you would have me work or rest. If there is something that needs to shift physically in your reality or be created into your reality, 
may it be as your creative genius would have it be through me in this lifetime. Source, guide me. Guide me beyond my wounding. Guide me beyond my trauma. Guide me beyond my ego structure. Guide me in how to let your creation for me pour through me. So if there is a relationship or a, a career or some something that you've been wanting to, a new location, maybe it's more abundance, all of the things that we strive for in the physical world, whatever it is, can you consider in this moment how pivoting back to this space of communion can guide you to what you really need beyond what you think you want. Because maybe there's a journey between the moment that you are now and the moment that you receive whatever you think is going to be the solution. Maybe there's this perfect journey of evolution that's unfolding. And what would the purpose of that perfect journey of evolution be? for you to remember just how unconditionally loved you are by a consciousness that is loving you far more than you love yourself. And that's just a fact. <laughs> we are all doing our best to learn, to remember, to give in to loving ourselves the way that the source loves us. This is why we turn back to a source that knows how to love us beyond our own ability or willingness to love ourselves and allow our greatest happiness, our greatest potential to pour through us. That comes from letting go into this communion. It's a perpetual presentation. It's like the prayer is, I present to you what I think is important. It may or may not be, depending on how much I've been living in alignment with your love for me. Please show me as I release this back to you. Please send me back only what is real about what I'm offering to you. It's like, do you want the illusion or do you want what's real? Your free will can pick a lot of illusions, but divine will will only offer you back what is real, what is true what is of ultimate divine love for you. So say you're fixated on dating a specific person or maybe you're fixated on a specific career. And if you hand that back through your higher self communion, through your prayer, back to your source, and it comes back to you and says, well, actually this person, this place, this experience was here to show you a place that you're evolving into, a place that you're growing through but it's not actually this person, place, or thing. Are you willing to be with that? Are you willing to take in the real or are you going to stay fixated on the wounded illusion? So in this prayer of surrendering into a divine love that loves you so, so much, it's startling how perfectly it wants to orchestrate your reality. That's, that's the irony of this. When we surrender into a divine will, our, our reality starts to shift and change in miraculous ways. 
because the source is the source of all miraculous orchestrations. It's the source of that too. And so we come to this heart of God day in and day out through prayer and humility because we want to align with that ocean of blessings that is always and forever flowing to you and through you and all around you. This world has conditioned us to continually look outside of ourselves for the answers to the solution. But today, in this meditation, in the presence of these masters, within the heart of the Divine Mother, you have pivoted your awareness back to the naked truth of reality. You are a soul so loved by God that God wants to give you everything. But this requires a relinquishing of what your ego structure, the wounding, or the trauma that would hold you back from receiving that union and the, that, that beautiful flow of life flowing through you into your relationship with life. Let's just, in this moment, I'm hearing from the masters, let's just forgive ourselves for the ways we've held back from this communion. I forgive, I, I had no idea. There's so many different belief systems I have to sift through every day. So many distractions in this world of form. I fill myself, you could repeat this, I fill myself with the forgiveness of my own heart. I fill myself with the forgiveness of my own heart for the ways that I forgot that I have been given everything through the divine inheritance that I have as a child of God. My reunion with the source is where I relinquish my ideas about how things should be so that I may come into an acceptance, a surrender, and success with how they can be for me now and forevermore. Amen. Breathing into that beautiful womb presence within your heart. We ask your higher self. We welcome also your spiritual guides and your star family and the ascended masters to bless this cellular recognition that this communion with your source is the source of everything. And that through the humility of surrendering our free will into the divine will that seeks to prosper you in every way. That we are building the spiritual muscles to move from what I call spiritual infancy into spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity identifies, oh, I'm going to let go of the little things so that I can get the huge thing. Got it. I can hold on to my ego's little ideas about what wants to come through me, or I could let that grasp, grasping go of the little thing and open my palms to the eternal thing, the unconditional love, loving presence thing <laughs> that wants to fill my life with wonder and wholeness. 
and blessed relationships and wonderful opportunities to grow and expand beyond the constrictions and the contractions of a suffering world. We get to we get to thrive beyond the survival of this world. That's what activating our divine genome initiates us into. And I want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to practice this consciousness together, to explore what it feels like to let go of the smaller ideas of how we can get contracted and controlling in the co-creative process to open up to what it feels like to be a reed where the winds of God blow right through you, to play the most beautiful symphony orchestrations of grace through you in this lifetime and beyond. I want to thank the Sophia Dragon Tribe and all the Ascended Masters for assisting your higher self and grounding these activations within all four levels of your being, your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body, and your spiritual causal bodies, downloading back into the full awareness of your human body wherever you're sitting or laying down on this planet. grounding and connecting into your own beautiful presence within your human form. Thank you so much for joining us in this meditation and prayer this evening. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with each of you. Such an honor and a privilege. I will be doing a Facebook Live on Thanksgiving. It's U.S. Thanksgiving on Thursday. Um, 1 p.m. PST as a special announcement for uh, Gratitude Friday, we're calling it Gratitude Friday because we don't really like that word, uh, Black Friday. Uh, it has to do with uh, something that we don't have anything to do with. So um, yeah, feel free to join me on Facebook Live, 1 p.m. PST on Thursday. Look forward to seeing you there. I love you all so much. Have a very blessed morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you all are in the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, about tonight's prayer collective, feel free to join us on our Facebook, our official Facebook forum for our international community. You can reach out to us at contact at kaira.com to join that Facebook forum. All my love to you. See you next month, angels.